All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Highlander Report podcast. We got season one, episode three. My name is Jackson Decker. To my right, we got Mr. JJ Jagoda. What's up, guys? And three very special guests here. We got Hannah Brunk. Hey. Kendall Prince. <laughs> Hi. And Caden Hedrick Rivera. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having Hi. us. Thanks for having <laughs> yeah, us. Thanks, guys. JT. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so uh, as we say every week, uh, go check out our website. The domain has changed. It is www.highlanderreport.org. All right, so if you're not following us on any of these social media platforms, we're on Facebook. You can either search up my name, Jackson Decker, or The Highlander Report. It it comes up. And when you go to Twitter, it is Highlander Report with one R. And on Instagram, it is the underscore Highlander Report with two R's. Yes, sir. Um, also, uh, very big news for us here at Highlander Report. Huge news. Um, Decker has reached out to uh, Fox 61 News. We might be getting a little feature uh, with them coming up soon. So, so look out for that. Stay tuned for that. Also, um, we are working on creating a Highland Report YouTube page where we will post all our home games that are recorded. So, for example, last night uh, the boys' soccer game was recorded, and hopefully that will be up later tonight. Which we we will get to later on. Yes, sir. So now, moving on. Cross country. You know, cross country is coming to a close. Boys and girls shoreline meet is on Friday, November 6th at North Branford. So basically, for those who do not know, Shoreline's this year will be a bit different. So usually it's one big meet where each team brings their top six runners. But now it's just going to be a dual meet. So two teams for Portland will be Coggenshog. So Coggenshog and Portland both travel down to North Branford, and everybody will run. And the top teams will compete in a, another race at a following date to be determined for short, uh, the actual shoreline meet. So now we got a, you know, a brief congratulations to all the seniors. You know, went through a very rough season and interesting. So we got Thomas Dodo, Connor Tatro, Justin Coe, Brandon Massal, Justin Rank, Rala Delaron, Julia Berthium, Veronica Candro, and Sam Dumay. Congrats, guys. Let's get a all right, moving on to boys' soccer. Um, Kaden, feel free to step in whenever you want. Uh, so Monday, uh, we, we played Cog and Chog, um, and we won that game 4 to nothing. It was incredibly cold. Oh, so cold. So I've never cold. played a colder soccer game. Um, and it was also very, very windy. Um, and as Coach said, uh, not many soccer games have wind as much of a factor, but that it, it, it played a huge role in that game. The uh, elements made... Quite the effect. Yes. Not only the wind, but it was also quite sunny, like blinding. Yeah. First half was terrible because of the sun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, goals by Cody Daggett, Brady Tellerico, Luke Francesco, and Jack Vittoro. Um, and then yesterday, huge game, uh, the Red River rivalry, as uh, we like to call it here at Thailand Airport. Us versus Cromwell, night game, 6 o'clock, on a... It was fairly, a fairly warm Thursday. It was it was a good good temperature night game, I would say. Last night? Yes. That good soccer weather. I believe you two yeah. were also present, right? Yes. They were. Oh, I was. I, I was. I was recording. Oh, apologies. It was a very nice weather. <laughs> that sucks. With the night, Yikes. Yeah. Um so we we managed to pull off a win from that game, uh 3 to 2 with goals from Jack Totoro. 
Caden Hedrick Rivera. Yes, sir. Sitting right next to my right. And Brady Tellerico. Um, it was a very good game. Uh, I honestly think Cromwell was the toughest opponent we faced this season. Oh, by far. Um, and uh, I, I thought we played the best we have all season. I think so, too. We definitely connected up top. You know, that game, long. it really just came down to the wire. Like, Cromwell had many chances within the last five minutes to put it in. Could not put it in. Could, just not could finish. not put it in. Yeah, you know, a lot of chances in the last five minutes. A lot of chances. I don't know if that's good offense or bad defense or whatever, but thank God we came out with a win from that one. Decker, uh, read this little stat down here. Cromwell only gave up four goals all season previous to playing us. And we put in three. We put in three. Way to go. It's pretty impressive. That's crazy. Shout out to Mason for not writing an article. Nice job, yeah, Mason. Mason. <laughs> Way to go, Mason. And Hopefully showing up an hour and a half late to the game. Hopefully it will be up later tonight because I had to write like three quarters of it. <laughs> go, Mason. Yep. Yeah. And, Mason. and he's yeah, supposed Mason. to be here right now. <laughs> He's in the other but, room. But he has to study for a test, so. All right. So, another huge rivalry game tomorrow under the lights up at the Highlands, the Route 66 showdown between the Highlanders and the Bell Ringers. You know, really, it's a, a must game. A must game. A must win game for us to continue our three game win streak. You know, they're a quality team, 6 3 and 1. With a huge win over Valley last night, which huge. is pretty surprising. 3 to 2 win over Valley. They also got quality wins, 5-0 over Old Lyme, and I believe 6-3 to went over HK. Yes, sir. All right, moving on to girls' soccer. Again, Hannah and Kendall, feel free to chime in whenever you want. Uh, the girls' soccer team moved up to 5-3-1 and this week. Um, we played Cromwell on Monday with a 3-0-W, goals from Cam tomorrow, and two from yours truly, Kendall Prince. Kendall Prince. Yeah, Kendall. <laughs> Um, so, yes, we are supposed to play East Hampton today. Um, East Hampton has let in five goals this season. They are on a four-game win streak, so it's going to be a big game for us. Yeah, Decker, anything else said? You know, East Hampton, i have looking at their record, you know, quality record, 7-1-1. One, one. You know, you don't really get much better than that, really, except for us last year. You are <laughs> pretty good last year. <laughs> the girls' team? Yes. Yeah. yeah we were good. <laughs> I mean, we're good this year, but. You know, this win, <laughs> a win over East Hampton tonight, really sends a statement to the rest of the Shoreline Conference. You know, I think East Hampton is the third best team in the Shoreline for the girls' team, followed by Old Lime and HK. So a win over them really, you know, shoots us up in the standings. Yeah. So big, yep. big game. Yeah, for sure. If we come out with energy like we did versus Cromwell, we should be good, but it just depends on when we get there and the way we come off the first ten minutes of the game. I think we could win. I think we should win. We should. We should be every team we play, but definitely a big challenge today. Awesome. <laughs> Great analysis. All right. Thank you. Thanks, I mean, that's why you're here. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> to our our main segment of today's podcast, um, with uh, our interview segment here with Caden and Kendall and. Uh, Hannah was not planned to be here, but she is here. Uh, so, so we'll incorporate her into this as well. It's Kendall. Welcome. Kendall's right. plus one. Hannah. Yes. yes. Oh, it's a. Actually, no, she's, she's more of a placement for Mason. Yeah. Because Mason's not here. Sorry, Mason. Not sorry. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> roasted. That was the roast me. <laughs> Boom, roasted Mason. Shots fired. Your turn. Shoot back. 
Okay. <laughs> so he's never going to listen to this. All right, get, getting getting back <laughs> on topic. They said if you're here. I think I listened to the last one actually. Five bucks if you listen. If wait. Wait wait <laughs> wait. This. Let me hold on. You guys actually listened to the last episode. I did. Yep. Of course. Wait, maybe. What was <laughs> it on? The, the our big fast food debate. Oh, oh no. no. I heard about it. You guys got that's that's been our, I think our best episode ever. Whoever is oh. listening to this, I'll give you five bucks. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna listen to it now. I'm on five bucks. Yeah, I'll make sure to listen. <laughs> That's a steal. Well, not you guys. Aw, sorry, Caden. Ten bucks. Oh, <laughs> all right, Decker. Uh, first question. All right, you know, question goes out to all three of you. What are the big challenges that we've had to face this season with COVID? What were the big challenges? Yes. Um. Well, if there were in the beginning, it was just like hour long practices, and that's it, and then. We couldn't like high five at the game. Big problems, not high five. You <laughs> um, struggle. Well, obviously, and we don't have state, so that's like sucks. But at least we have shoreline. I mean, at least we have games. Like some people don't even get to have a season. But I mean, what challenges? Like, well, definitely, well I mean, yeah. definitely starting late. Like yeah. we didn't have oh, our season until like <laughs> so long, and then like we did summer league. The point between summer league and we didn't like even get to have summer league. yeah the girls oh, they didn't, didn't even, even do summer league, summer but like league. for us we had summer league and then our season but we we had so much time between that where we couldn't even I think we had contact sports in between like summer league in yeah. first practice probably about three weeks and it was all like stuff like just technical stuff it's like really just nothing like passing we and running yeah. no contact our first running contact no first contact. two weeks of practices I believe were just straight conditioning straight conditioning yeah. and I know speaking yeah. for me like as a goalie like since there was no contact I couldn't save any shots so mm-hmm. like I was oh just, I didn't even think oh, about yeah, that yeah, think yeah about so that. I was training more like as a field player so then being adjusting back to goal and only having a couple weeks before the first game hour-long practices having only your cohort shoot on you, that kind of set back. Oh, the cohort. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about, about that. that. Wait, so <laughs> Hannah, you were you saying you were training as a uh, field player? Well, like, So you're you know, saying I could see a goalie shot. run out from you? <laughs> Striker goalie? Yeah, today Hannah's scoring a goal, Striker running goal. I will goal be, goal. I will be scoring a hat trick today. That's what's up. That's pretty sick. <laughs> <No. laughs> but yeah, she mentioned the cohorts. Like, I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Like, half of... Our soccer team was the like cohorts part of are crazy. Practice. Like, not that to mention terrible. for the girls, one cohort was three goalies. So only what oh my three? God. There was <laughs> one cohort was three goalies and then three field players. List? So yeah. it was just it was, it was not weird. Yeah, it mess. was weird. And you had to stay with your like each cohort was like seven people, and in the beginning yeah. we could only stay with that group. So Caden, we were in the same so cohort, right? Yeah, we were in the same cohort. Perfect. I'm pretty sure, Caden, you were the only offensive player in our cohort. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah, weird. that's what makes it hard. Yeah. No, like, you and Luke, Francesco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. And it was just freshmen. And then it was just freshmen. Yeah. yeah. And then you add, like, the injuries because you're coming off. Like, we see you guys played summer league, but the girls, we didn't even have a summer league. So you had people who weren't really training and then came off playing not ready to play and, you know, pulled muscles like their quads Hammies. and stuff and hamstrings. So injuries played in, too, because <laughs> at the beginning of the season, I feel like we had a lot of – pulled hamstrings and pulled quads, so it was just, that set us back, too, and was definitely a challenge. <laughs> All right, so uh, next question. Um, how has each soccer team developed over the season? Um, for, like, for, for example, us, the boys, uh, I felt like we, we came in with pretty high expectations. I think so, too. I think um, we thought we were, like, going to be, like, top three, and then we just got, like, show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I, I still think we're a top three team. Um, but but I feel like we definitely underperformed our first few games. Oh, for sure. 
And, uh, you know, those first few games happen to be against the, the better teams in the shoreline. And um, I think switching our formation uh, definitely helped us out a lot. And uh, I think I think we finally got into a groove, like Coach is saying. And um, Yeah, I think what Coach was saying about peeing at the right time, like we started off so slow, like underperformed and everything. But now that we changed things up and, like, we're totally, like, understanding our formation now that we're peaking at the right point. You know, I think it really also comes down to we got confidence from, I hate to say it, beating a poor team in Westbrook. That Not Westbrook. Hail Ray. Hail Ray. Being a poor team in Hail Ray gave us the confidence that we needed to prove to ourselves that we can compete with top-tier teams in the shoreline, and then we did. We competed with Old Lime, Morgan, Old Saybrook, Cromwell, Valley, Different story. I think Valley is the best team in the conference, but really, Valley yes. was mm-hmm. for Valley boys. Did yes. you? Yep. Oh, I went to that game and then I got kicked out. Yikes! Yikes. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Yikes. What about you, girls? Um, I think I think we came into this season like honestly thinking we weren't going to do that good at all because we lost like seven of our starters last year, but then and we were playing bad in the beginning, but then we finally like got some confidence and started winning. So yeah, after. After our game versus Cromwell, Kendall and I were both t- talking about it, and we said that we definitely felt our team click after that game. And it was just like the opposite of you guys, how you guys thought you were going to be so good coming off. We kind of were a little less confident. And now I think after that win versus Cromwell, we felt that click and we're like ready for whatever team is coming towards us. So we're excited for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear. You know, at the beginning of the, the, beginning of the season – Maybe a few weeks before the first game, I wrote an article, preseason power rankings, where I had the boys placed at number four and the girls at number two, and then they both underperformed. Is that – I can accurately say, you yes. Can say yes. that? Yes. Both underperformed, falling out. But now I can see both teams climbing back into the five and six spot, yeah. which yeah. is great to see. Great. I think we just that. both, like, started off slow and just, like, yeah. started realizing that, like, we can actually play with other teams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I agree. <laughs> so what are we thinking about the rest of the season? How do you feel confident? I, I feel confident in our team. Thank you. I think we I think we need to win. The, I think we can win these two. I think we can win any, like every team. Yep. Yeah. Good one, Kendall. Kagenchag <laughs> and <laughs> East Hampton today and Kagenchag on Friday. Yeah, I think we could beat both. I mean, if we do, then we're like the third in our shoreline that we get a bye next week. So I really want to win. <laughs> so these games are like crucial, really. But I think we can do it. No, yeah, I think, yeah. They all have really good records. Like Cromwell had a really good record, but then we beat them 3-0. So I don't know. I guess it's just who they play, I guess. Because like maybe they played all like the bad teams that in was, the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, I know for the on the boys' side, you can't really look at records anymore. Cause I no, remember it is it's really, crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I honestly think all the teams for girls are like the same kind of like we're all like e- like equal with each other. It so. just depends who like wins that first yeah. ten minutes of the game because when we played Cromwell, even getting there, I think our focus was there, and their focus even during warmups, I don't like from us. It was clear to see they they warmed up, they started playing tag. Like, and, what? you know, yelling what? around. So I've that's never, to us. I've never heard of We that. took that as, like, we need to win this game and be more serious because right yeah. now they don't look serious. They and I like, think yeah. that's what was gave that, like, us the Was that, like, actually advantage. part of their warm-up where they were, like, yeah. just, no, like, like, joking around They were, like, 
on the ground, like not it, and then playing tag. And they were like singing to their music, what? And jumping oh. up, and I would, it just I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah it kind tag. of just gets you like you guys know as like athletes, like when another team is like running around, like that just makes you want to beat them more. Yeah. yeah. And we, our whole team, was on the same page that game, and we're like, we're not leaving here without a win. Yeah. And then we ended up winning three zero. So like yeah. that spoke. Like if we come out like really focused every game, we should be yeah. I feel like a lot of it comes down to being focused. Like yes. with warm-ups during the game, mm-hmm. halftime, second half, like it all comes down to being focused and where you're at. Yeah, uh, Hanny actually made me uh, think of a point that I wanted to bring up. Um, that that first 10 minutes is uh, so, so crucial because um, you really got to set the tone. And um, that's something I felt like we struggled with the first half of the season. Oh, for sure. We always come yeah. out slow. And I feel like that's been a thing for it's at always, least the boys' soccer. It's like, always we've been always like been that. coming out slow, and mm-hmm. then that's, like, where we get, like... But yeah. the the difference between those first few games and now, I feel like, is those first few games, we get scored on, and, and it was game over. I mean, yeah. we like, yell at each other, we, and we just break down, and that was, that was kind of it. Now, I mean, we look at last night... Uh, we come out with a goal early. Um, Definitely brought the energy. Yes, yes. And then um, we get scored on. Uh, kind of an ugly goal. Um, but but we're like, hey, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah, and, uh, we kept our composure. Definitely exactly. More in the we, beginning of the season, whenever we get scored on, I know we just start yelling at each other. Exactly. Yeah. And then we just lose it. Yeah, I've, I've, we've definitely matured uh, oh, tenfold by uh, For sure. the beginning of the season. The chemistry is just like completely changed from the beginning to the end of the season. I agree. All right, so Caden, what's it like now that Searson is the head coach and Coach McGrew kind of f- filling the role of assistant slash JV coach? I love Searson as a coach. I think he's so great. Like he like connects with us. Like I when agree. we're at practice and we're like we have like different moods or whatever. Like he knows when to push us, but he also knows like when to like laugh with us. Like. We do, like, some stupid stuff at practice. <laughs> and Coach will just be like, like, the other day at practice, what, Zach got hit in the face? Oh, yeah. And we the all whole team just starts lying. So then he uh, laughing. So he brings us into, like, a huddle. And we just all start laughing. And he's laughing with us. Like, that's just, like, he connects with us so well. And, like, I think we have that point of, like, we respect him, but we also, like, can have a fun time with him. So it's, like, I think he's, like, a great coach for us at least. I, I couldn't agree more. I feel like I feel like most uh, coach to to player relationships are are pretty one sided. Where obviously the coach kind of takes control, and but but with Searson, um, I feel like both ways. Yeah, yeah, I feel it, like it he really gives does. us a lot of freedom too. Like he like and he he asks for our input. Yeah, and, you know every sure. after every game we we talk about what we've seen yeah. and we, very, we sort of analyze. He's very vocal and, with us. Like he always wants to know what we're saying, and we always want to know like what he's saying. Obviously, yeah. It's so, like the communication part of it is just like fantastic yeah i agree i think he's been awesome wait are you talking about searson yes yeah when i was recording the game yesterday he seemed like he just was so nice and every time he went off the- <laughs> he's a great guy <laughs> no he's yeah, a great no, guy let me like, watch this so you can hear he always us had, like, he's a great guy and he was like oh, i'm gonna tell him to listen to it because he, cause he asked him he was he telling you stuff to, to work on but he wasn't like yelling at you he was like and like every constructive time, criticism yeah it was yeah. like and he was just seemed nice like he high-fived everyone when he got off the field i know oh, personally searson has been my coach since freshman year so I played JV my freshman and sophomore and junior year. Hey Jackson. Yeah, look at you go. <laughs> you know, he's always he's always kind of been like that. Everyone's kind of like, yeah, Searson is like hit like the more superior coach because he all his relationships went two ways. You could talk to Searson not only about soccer but like about anything 
anything That's really. True. It's, it's very important. He also does know a lot about soccer because he played what D two. D two. So Saint, he knows what he's talking about. So Saint he's Aslums. also he's just like great all around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kendall. Okay, I can tell why you need this moral support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I so, agree. so now we're just gonna kind of, kind of bounce this question over to you two. Uh, how has coaching been for you guys this season? And um, yeah. Any input there? You start, Ken. Okay. I. It's been good. It's like the same as last year. We have the same like, varsity coach and goalie JV coach, and but this year I think I would say. Coach Anavenier is more open to, like, new ideas because we, like, switched around our lineup so many times, but, like, now it, like, finally worked. Yeah, and he listens to us, too, because yeah. we, as, like, the players, you guys know, like, you notice when something's not working. So, as the players, we notice that, you know, we have Kendra, an amazing soccer player who should be playing, you know, more in the middle, and she was on the wing, so we went up to him and we suggested a new position lineup and he listened to us and i think we all really respected that yeah 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 right when we moved kendra we started winning <laughs> so good idea. i feel like it's all about the formation like whatever team you have like i feel like it switched like every year because like last yeah. year we had one position yeah. and then this year it just changes yeah like, we, you we just have lost. different players and different perspectives yeah we lost people. our whole defensive line right we did lose our yeah, and, and that goes for us line. too we lost our six or seven starters yeah right? That's a lot of people. That's yeah. yeah. Like we were that's solid that's a lot of people to fill. So, Are like, that's another thing that goes into, like, how, like, our coach, our coaches have been this season because, you know, a lot of respect to them for figuring out how to start a whole new lineup, listening to us, and getting everything moving. When you do lose seven starters, that's crazy. So, mm -hmm. you know, respect to them. Love them. Respect. Appreciate them. <laughs> respect to them. <laughs> you know, that – that same your guy that head coach is Santa Veneer, right? Yes. You know he was that same way my freshman year. He was always like trying to trying to make it work with what we had. You know we had Luke Totoro as senior captain along with Nick Valesi. You know we came in we're like we didn't know what we were gonna do, but then Santa Veneer is like one night he's like okay I'm gonna go figure this out. And he came back the next day drew up this formation. None of us have ever heard of it or like any of the concepts, and then. It worked. Yeah. I think he's a really good coach. I like his ideas. I second that. Thank you. I think he has I good ideas. I second that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think our coaches work really well together. I mean, this is their third year. We've had them all three years that we've been in high school. They've been working together for the three years. Donahue has been – Coach Donahue, sorry, has been the first JV coach for how long, Ken? A long time, A while. And Sanwinier, this is his third year. And so we've been with him. So, like, I think it's really important that, like, because we know his coaching style because we've been with him. Mm -hmm. So that's helped us out a lot, too. And just, like, for us to know the coach and for him to know the players plays a whole part in, like, our success, too. Yep. yep. You know, moving on here, question, question for all three of you. Okay. Who has really stepped up this year and shown out for both of the, the programs? For the girls, I'd have to say um, Katie Wright because we have three seniors and she starts, right? Yeah, yeah she's the only senior. And she's now. she's been doing really well. Like we had a lot of spots to fill, and she was able to step up and play right back, which is an important position. She's doing good. Like on, against Cromwell, she had such a good game. Like she played really well. Well, I'm obviously gonna say, well, next week Kendall, you know, have like she has stepped up tremendously. Like 
I, have you guys seen a game yet? Do you see the, the way lines. Kendall moves the ball? Like whenever Kendall gets the ball, I don't think anyone even tries to challenge her. Like even on the other team and like right? You guys I, have seen I her. I think that's pretty accurate. Kendall Yeah. You know, this year I haven't seen that many games. I saw the um You were at the Cromwell game? No, I was gonna say Cromwell, but I was at I was gonna say. Valley and someone another one. I was at the I HK game. Oh, well, don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, whenever I just, like, I watch, you know, the offense just kind of flows through Kendall, and it flows fluently. Like, it just goes from, what, like, one side to the other, like, without stopping. It's just beautiful to watch. Yeah. the way, Like, the way you have stepped up, Kendall, like, Kendall just, like, I text her after every game. I'm like, you're an all-state player. Like, Kendall moves the ball so well, and I feel like, you know, last year she was younger. She wasn't an upperclassman, so it was more, like, holding back to really like step up and I think this year like just from watching her grow from like her freshman and sophomore year to like now her junior year and like her senior year is probably going to be great too like it's just she's really really put herself out there and really stepped up yeah Good Kendall <laughs> yeah Kendall thank you <laughs> All right. for us I, I think Cody Daggett has definitely Cody. stepped up a I lot agree. he has switched yeah. many positions and just like so far has just worked through all of them like he started out as like a left and right mid and now he's playing like center defense center mid so like i think for him to switch positions like that it's like very impressive and he does well in like the center back position yeah he did good so yeah, without he, without yeah. him the middle would be like i think mm-hmm. i think that goes should be. between Cody and Evan i was just about to say Evan, that. Yes. totally really you know held the team together almost they really have yes they both played great pretty much i could say pretty much every game yeah, they've been pretty consistent. They have been pretty consistent. And um, one thing I haven't really seen from either of them, I mean, I know I haven't played soccer in a while, but um, I feel like before the season, neither of them were, uh, weren't, they weren't very physical. But uh, this, this they've year. They've definitely grown, like, a yes. lot. Like, and that just becomes, like, experience. So, mm-hmm. like, the more they've played and the more they're, like, getting used to their positions, they understand more and, like, they're looking for different things, which is great because, like, neither of them have played that position before. But now, like, they're adapting to it. They're doing an excellent job. Yeah, I agree. I, you know who I thought was really good for the boys? Who? Or Cole Bates. I didn't know. Cole Bates. Yeah, I that's didn't true. Know. Yeah. I think our Honestly, whole back four. a lot of people have stepped up. Our whole back yeah. four, it's a new, completely new back four. So mm-hmm. for them to, like, step in and fill a spot of a varsity back four, it's very impressive where we're at right now. I agree. And it, since we have, what, two guys that are saying next year, Evan and Cole, mm-hmm. they have that much more experience for next year, too. Exactly. Yeah, that's for our team. We only are losing one starting senior so yeah. to good. grow as yeah to grow as a team you know that we have a lot of chemistry it's gonna yeah. be interesting next year for the boys losing 11, 11 seniors 11 oh my God. i didn't realize it was, that was like us last year but how many how many starting seniors are we losing <laughs> i know our, our year, top three seven <laughs> starters i think so that sounds right wait count me you nick eco cody, cody. Luke, Luke, Pete, Pete, and Me. JT. That's six. Close. You're close. You were wrong. Yeah. You said seven. Close. We don't. We don't really do okay. math here. At close, boys but not soccer. close enough. Oh, especially <laughs> when Searson asks us to count one through four for groups. Oh, oh my boy. god. We probably have to redo that at least like three times. Hey, we've got it though. It. It we're getting us, used to it. Hey, it takes us about fifteen minutes. I just want to say. Oh That's my god. The last time that we did the counting, Searson messed up, not us. Hey, Searson, if you're listening. 
Yeah, seriously, if you watch this. <laughs> but you're probably not. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to move on to, you know, a little Shoreline Conference tournament preview. If the season ended today at November on November 5th at 12.28 p.m. So, you want to start with the girls or the boys? We'll start with the girls. We'll start Ladies with the girls. first. Girls. So, girls, are you looking at this, yes. this little image? Yep. Thoughts? Um... Keep in mind the one and the two seeds get buys. Don't the th- one, two, three, and four get buys? I believe just one and two. Someone lied to me then. <laughs> um, hmm. It kind of surprises me that HK isn't number one. Oh, yeah. But their best player is hurt, so they keep losing right now. Or I don't know what that's wrong with their best player. Wait, are we? What are we? I think um, COVID has set back a lot of teams because a lot of teams had to um, shut down. We weren't able to play a couple well we played them got rescheduled but like a lot of people on the teams had to quarantine for two weeks missing out their games because they were in classes with other people so I think that set a lot of teams back because Valley I thought mm, Valley I was is a good team but we beat them four to one mm-hmm. honestly I think this is pretty accurate let yeah me, let me interject here for a second for those who don't know all 12 teams will be entered into the shoreline conference tournament and the top two seeds will get buys, and then, you know, it works like a normal tournament would. I heard that um, Old Saybrook, like, dropped out. Old Saybrook and Westbrook are out for okay. two weeks due to corona cases. Oh, and then Valley just got COVID today, we found out. Did they? Interesting. We just and got Cog. the te- That's scary. <laughs> Cogs had COVID since last week. So that's – and then we heard a lot of their players have to quarantine for the two weeks, so when we play yeah. them on Friday, I'd be curious to see who's – could be a blessing in disguise. It could. It would oh, be real. nice, but like. Hmm. But I think honestly, this is pretty accurate. So old Lime's pretty good. Let me, let me read off one through eight here. We got Old Lime at one, East Hampton at two, HK at three, Kai and Chai at four, Morgan at five, Highlanders at six, Cromwell at seven, and Valley Regional at eight. Hmm. You know, I think HK is definitely better than East Hampton. See, Without like, a doubt. I don't know why well, East Hampton. Their record's so good, but I don't remember them being like amazing last year. We beat them like four to one, and me and Liv Doring didn't play. Yeah, hmm. I don't even remember the game. But... Maybe some good freshmen came in. For yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Unless East Hampton's I... one loss is to Old Lime one zero. We, we lost to Old Lime one zero too, and it was off a beautiful shot that yeah, shouldn't that have gone in. But whatever, we won't we won't touch upon that. <laughs> I think but, we could have been an old line. I think oh, we yeah. could be an old line Morgan. We tied to Morgan. East HK. Hampton will play HK on Saturday. East Hampton will play HK. Oh. At 10, right? Saturday at 10. What? So keep a lookout for that. That could be huge. Honestly, no. Um, not really in the standings because it doesn't really move anybody anywhere unless... Someone, someone beats HK and uh, not HK East Hampton today. Who would that be? <laughs> so is it? Did you know Valley beat HK? Yes. That's crazy. That HK, if one player hurt and is hurt and they literally, that means they depend on that player. Yeah, because our game versus Valley, I, if I'm remembering our game, I was surprised because they've always been a good team. 
and they, they were a good team but i just was expecting a lot more from them when they same came with, out um, same with cromwell i expected a lot more no offense cromwell if you're listening Probably. if cromwell's listening <laughs> i don't know if they are <laughs> yeah, Kendall, you're gonna have to owe a lot of people five bucks if they watch this or listen to this. You can't watch it. <laughs> well, they have. No, if we <laughs> say. <to> the boy. <laughs> yeah, I have to pick up Jack's dog. <laughs> All right, so if I did this correctly, if the season ended right now, you guys would be playing. Hail Ray. Hail Ray. Wait, are you doing the girls? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Old Saybrook. Old Saybrook, but they're out yep. for Old Corona. Saybrook. Old Saybrook's hey, out for Corona? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Aren't Why they out for the boys too? Wait, who else has Rona? Old Saybrook and Westbrook. I, I don't know if that's boys or and girls or just boys. I thought it was boys too. I thought I heard the boys were out. Well, I wonder that's, if that's, what I was, that's what I'm that's saying. I know they're out for boys. Oh, gotcha. Hmm. Interesting. So if they... If they're still in for girls, you would be playing Old Saybrook first round. We lost Old Saybrook. That was the worst game we've ever. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Bless. Um. Yeah. Well, we lost. Old... <laughs> we lost Old Saybrook, but we definitely, definitely should have won that game. They weren't that good. They had one player who they scored all three of their. Goals. I feel like every team, in, at least for the boys, every you know, team I has would... like one good player that they just yes. like give them the ball mm-hmm. and like every <laughs> Every only conference team that we've played, except for Valley, I think, Other? had that Valley one. Valley had a lot of good has yeah. that one. Valley's always been solid. Yeah. They've never been bad. Always solid. Always has that one kid who's, you know, faster. He's got some good ball skills and can rip some shots. Yeah. There's always one kid. There's always that. Yeah. And they depend on that one kid. Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. So what are, what are we thinking here for? For what? Who's Wait, taking a lot of <laughs> Who do you think is taking uh, the championship here? Portland High School. Actually, um, I, like the I think we have a good chance. I like the confidence. Yeah. Kyle would be listed the same thing. Kyle? <laughs> yep, yeah. Um, uh, oh, Kyle. Would we win one game? I kind of want to say... <laughs> I, well, we haven't seen East Hampton play. I, know, I really can't make a decision because I haven't seen East Hampton play, and apparently they're good. I um, guess you'll know after today. TBD? If I had to say right now, maybe Old Lyme. Because they are a strong team. Traditional powerhouse. Yeah. I really don't yep. want them to win, though, because they win everything. They do win every, yeah. every year, annoying. I feel like. Mm-hmm. And we could... I, honestly, not them. It's. I feel like it's going to come down to Old Lyme, East Hampton, and us. That is three teams. You need four for uh, semifinals. Um, <laughs> and Dale Ray. You even play sports? <laughs> um, Old Lyme, East Hampton. It depends if... HK gets that throwback. I was going to say maybe oh, HK. That would be good. Yeah, HK, Old Lime. Well, maybe HK. Uh, I feel like, yeah. So, so <laughs> HK, yeah. HK, Old Lime. East Hampton and us. And okay. Us. okay. Well, we right. haven't seen Cog play, but. Cog lost a, a tweet. They lost a. Moving on to the boys. Caden, you can see this graphic here, right? Yeah. Thoughts? Um, it kind of surprised me that Morgan's that high up. Uh, when we played them, I mean, we did good against them, but I don't think like obviously like we didn't play like we do now. Morgan, but, like, I don't think always good. They are usually always yes. good, but like we scored in the first like what thirty seconds 30 against seconds. them, minute and, like minute and a half. Like 
I don't think they were that good. But I think this is the thing. Morgan does not play well when they're not on turf. That's true. Yes. Kind of like when we play on turf. I love playing like, on turf. I don't know. I feel like when we play on turf, our touches are awful. Uh, HK. Really? Yeah. It's kind of surprising about East Hampton. Oh, I mean, we haven't played them yet, but like they've been like all over the place, like losing to like weird teams. That's and, like, the thing about the Hampton. boys, dude. So you they're so unpredictable. You can't, you can't trust any of these records. I think like, Valley. I think Valley is definitely better than Old Saybrook. Saybrook did not look that good when we played them. I agree. I think Valley is the best team in the conference I without so, a doubt too. right now. I think if you ask Against me, who? Valley four to one. We lost four to one. I think the the, the two best teams in our conference are Valley and Cromwell. Yeah, Cromwell. Uh. Cromwell. Didn't you guys? I think I think it would go Valley, Old Saybrook, Cromwell, the Morgan. Honestly. All right. So here, I'll That's read fair. off for the sake of the viewers here. If you're still listening, thank you. I'll the read viewers, off. The viewers. Kendall OG five Viewers on the podcast. All the listeners. Same thing. I'll list off the top eight here. We got Morgan at one, Old Saybrook at two. Valley at three, Old Lime at four, East Hampton at five, Cromwell at six, HK at seven, and Portland Highlanders at the eight. Yeah, we're good. No big deal. Go, Caden. <laughs> oh, Andrew T. and Jackson. <laughs> I forgot you guys are. Cog and Chalk, Willis, Westbrook, Hale Wright. Hale Wright only has one win. That's kind of surprising. I like how we only beat them 1-0, though. That was a tough game. I oh think my we, God. that was a terrible Wait, game. Wait, you for beat us. Hill Ray 1-0. Oh, yeah. Are they good for they're good for boys, right? No. We let no. in three goals. They have one win. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think we definitely came out slow against Hill Ray. And it was just like You know, a win against East Hampton could be huge for us. That would definitely be huge for us. Because not that only could would, shoot us up to It would five? put us up above Cromwell. We'd be in a great spot, honestly. We'd be above Cromwell, and then East Hampton would be moved down, and we'd be in fifth place. Yeah. Which is a great <laughs> spot to be in, because that is a home playoff game, which is what we need. Oh, for really good home playoff game? Yes. Too bad we our can't watch sucks. it. <laughs> our, field our, field's ter- our field is terrible. It got, our field was good. To some other our field was good. Compared to Cog's turf and Cog's Morgan's turf. So- turf. I think, <laughs> I think Kagenchak has the nicest field in the country. I agree. I think Kagenchak. Um, I like Morgan too. The lines. I think they're both pretty up. good. I'm just saying, like <laughs> complex, like everything. Yeah, I, I like. guess the complex at Kagenchak's better. Yeah, but Morgan, I don't know. Playing there is just awesome. We have the best grass field. We do. I think we do. I think we awesome. did. <laughs> if yeah, you look until, at our field until, now, until some now. parts of our field are questionable. A little patchy. A little questionable. Yeah, definitely a little, a lot of holes. All right, so Caden, give me a give me a top four here. Top four for like what do you mean? Uh, like a semi uh, like a semifinal. All right, I think it would be honestly, hmm, probably definitely Old Saybrook and Valley, maybe Cromwell and Old Line. I just don't see Morgan being that good. I just don't think I can definitely see Morgan losing to a a bottom tier team. Yeah, I think so. I think if they were to play HK, I don't think I think it'd be a good game. Let's see Morgan's two losses. Are to Valley and Old Lime. Valley and Old, Old Lime's Lime. another team that you know just confuses me. Yeah, because not weird, only have they cause... had their ups, they've also had their downs. Yes. Yeah, had some I think they had that one big kid in the middle that was really good. Like he wasn't really good, but like he was definitely their playmaker, and like they just ran everything through him. He mm-hmm. was their guy. Yeah, everyone has one. I don't know. I could. I could see us up there. I Top really four. could. I could see. Us, I could see us at four. I think we can compete at that level. It's just whether we perform or not. Like, if our focus is there yeah. and we're all, like, 
focus. I just said focus. Sorry. <laughs> <Heavy> focus <is laughs> no, if no, we're like right, composed though. and everything, like I think we could definitely compete. When with we were all of them. when we were playing together, like Cromwell didn't didn't know what hit him, honestly. Yeah. I think we definitely had a really good game against Cromwell. I agree. If you come out well. like focused, no matter what the team you play focused is, like, and focus. Focus and focus. <laughs> if you come out, I think like you have a good shot at beating any team you play. I think so. Yeah, I think we can compete with I th- any I think, teams. Especially with this new formation. Like we didn't play what? Our first four games. Our five first games. four games. Especially with, um, in this new them. era of corona. We we we've seen it. Anything can happen. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boys and girls. Anything can happen. For sure. I <laughs> thought you just had to fill in like no one's talking, you're like for sure. <laughs> Alright, so Kate, let's get a top four here. I just gave you a top four. Oh, what was the well, say again? <laughs> uh, old Saybrook, Valley, Old Lime, and Cromwell. All right. There you what? go. What? Not you? I think we can compete there. It just depends on, I guess it depends on the day. Like, just, I think, just really gonna, I think yeah. we can definitely compete there, but, like, those are four really good teams. Like, I think me, uh, Portland, and Cromwell are, like, interchangeable. Honestly. I, I said it's fair. All right. That's all we got for today. Thanks for listening. See you next time.